0: On today's Family Vacationer, we're finally, finally going to talk some good news as destinations across the globe start the process of reopening to the traveling public. Episode 19 starts right now. Welcome to the
1: Family Vacationer with Rob and, Danny, Rob and Danny, the go-to podcast for families on the move.
0: Welcome, friends. I'm Rob. And I'm Danny. And this is the Family Vacationer, episode 19. We invite you to follow us on Facebook, Facebook, and on Instagram at the family vacationer. Today's show is going to be a beach theme as we focus on beach destinations reopening here in the US, in Mexico, and the Caribbean. We'll also take a look at some of the larger theme parks and their reopening process. Now, here's the caveat we've done our best to research each of these reopening dates and the level of restrictions. But do keep in mind, this is still a fluid situation. Any flare-up of the virus in any location could cause the conditions on the ground to change overnight. So before traveling anywhere, it's vital that you check with your destination. Make sure your expectations of your vacation are going to be realistic. Some of the things you have wanted to do about on your vacation may not be open. So just keep that in mind and double-check before you leave. With the economic situation being what it is, I'd even recommend doing a deeper dive and, and just making sure that the restaurants, like I just mentioned, and, or the activities that you are wanting to do, make sure they're open and haven't gone out of business or, or still kind of closed or the state could be in a different phase of reopening. Just do a little research before you go. If you do choose to travel, please, please pack extra patience and compassion for everyone that you come in contact with as you travel.
1: Yeah, so let's look at Florida. Very popular destination, beaches, other activities. Now we're gonna save Disney for last right now, just because of all the, you know, minutia of reopening plans and all that. So for the beaches in Florida, you know, the majority of the beaches in the state are open, but with restrictions and of course social distancing is being enforced. Now Memorial Day weekend saw a huge influx of visitors and and really provided kind of a test to the local restrictions. Some beaches like Cocoa Beach, for example, they decided to ban alcohol on the beach. Now the Panhandle, you have a widely different set of restrictions in different communities. Now Panama City opened their beaches fully while nearby Mexico beaches only open from 6 a.m. to 9. And then again from 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. But You go to Pensacola, their beaches are open, but all the public restrooms are closed. Now, you go down to South Florida, again, varying restrictions. Miami-Dade beaches are open to most activity, but again, social distancing rules are strictly being enforced and masks are required unless involved in strenuous activity or if you're in the water. Now, the whole state of Florida has halted use of rental properties. Okay, but that appears to have been lifted in most, if not all, communities at this time right now. Now, again, with all the varying rules and restrictions and so much variation from community to community, we highly recommend going directly to the website at the beach of your choice to look at what rules might impact your visit.
0: It really is crazy, and I think it has led to some confusion just because yes. there's no one decree from the state government. They're really leaving right. it up to the local community. So yeah, uh, let's just move on to central Florida. Let's look at Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, Volcano Bay. They're due to reopen June 5th with restrictions in place. Wearing of masks is obviously a hot topic, and yes. it's going to get a lot hotter as the summer goes on in Florida. But Universal will be requiring face coverings during the entirety of your visit. Temperature checks will also be required for entrance, and social distancing rules will be enforced in all the parks. Volcano Bay is interesting. Volcano Bay is obviously a water park, but they are requiring face masks be worn when guests are not in the water. I'm not sure how that's going to work in practice. Yeah. Um, You obviously can't take your mask. Well, I guess you could take it into the water with you, but... But it's going to be good. wet. So, all right. Yeah. Not sure how that's going to work, but we'll see. The parks are going to have limited operating hours as well. Universal's still deciding at this time how they're going to handle, how they're going to limit capacity. Yeah. Now, they are going to have mobile orders for dining that'll be available at all of the dining facilities that are open. However,. Universal dining plans will not be accepted. That's something that you need to remember. Definitely. As of the recording of this podcast, all universal resorts, with the exception of Portofino Bay and the Endless Summer Resorts, will reopen starting today, June 2nd. CityWalk is currently open. They had a soft opening last week, I believe it was, and they did have temperature checks. They required masks. Not everything mm. was open. And, you know, again, keep in mind, not all the restaurants and experiences are are going to be open, and that's just going to be, yeah. you know, kind of how it goes for the next couple of months, maybe even through the end of the year. Yeah. Theaters obviously are not open at this time. So, really uh, good news here self parking is going to be complimentary during this phase of reopening. Nice. So, that probably won't last long. Catch it while you can. <laughs>
1: exactly. uh,
0: for more information, go to universalorlando.com. It appears that you still be able to purchase Express and Express Unlimited passes. And then for those that are wondering about Halloween Horror and the holiday celebrations, Universal's still kind of developing the policy for that and how they're going to handle that. I imagine Halloween Horror in some form or fashion will go on because that's so successful for Universal Studios in Orlando.
1: That would be a shame if it didn't. It's such a great time down there. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Pay close attention to the verbiage used in the purchase of any ticket. This really goes for anywhere you travel or anything that you do right now. By entering the property at Universal, you are assuming risk of transmission of COVID-19. So just by entering the park, by purchasing the ticket and entering the park, you are assuming all risks, according to Universal. Right. So just read up so you know exactly what you're agreeing to simply by showing up. Now let's move over to SeaWorld Orlando, the water park Aquatica in Discovery Cove. They're set to open reopen June 11th. The park will have modified operating hours and as of this recording will be closed on Tuesdays and Thursdays through the summer. Those are all of the details for now, but I would expect face masks, social distancing, those will also be at play here at SeaWorld. Yes. And as we mentioned, we're going to put a pin in Disney. We're going to come back before the end of the podcast and and handle that one.
1: Yeah. Okay. So everybody knows that Georgia was the forefront of reopening, and most beaches, restaurants, other attractions are open for business on Golden Isles as well as the rest of the state. Now, the Georgia Department of Natural Resources is requiring social distancing rules of six feet to be in effect. And not all restaurants have resumed dine-in seating at this time. Alabama beaches are also open for business. Gatherings of 10 or more are still prohibited, though, so you should know that. Gulf Shores and Orange Beach par- popular places. Currently open with a large majority of their restaurants and attractions open as well. Now, some do have modified hours, and they have amended delivery of certain services. Social distancing also in effect here at all facilities. Now stores are allowed to open at fifty percent occupancy. So you have any additional questions about that, you should go to gulfshores.com.
0: The most important you can still get that Corona Beach T shirt. I don't know if they're gonna yes. still be as popular anymore, right? I see <laughs> that every not. time I go to the beach. <laughs> yeah. Well, if gambling's your thing, Mississippi casinos are open. They actually reopened on May 21st. Side-by-side gaming has been eliminated in the casinos, and the casino floors are closing overnight for cleaning. I believe it's 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. they're closed. Beaches in Harrison, which includes Valexi, Hancock, and Jackson counties are all open. Gatherings of over 20 people are still prohibited. Now, I'm sure you've followed in the news. New Orleans was very, very hard hit by the coronavirus. So they're a little slow in the reopening process. They're actually slower than the rest of Louisiana. The city was a hot spot early on. And so they've taken a much more measured approach to reopening the city. Mm -hmm. City's still in phase one of their reopening process. Restaurants have been allowed to reopen. They're under tight, tight restrictions. So it might be prudent to wait a while before you make that visit to the Big Easy.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right, so let's move to North Carolina and South Carolina. Let's start with North Carolina. Beaches are largely open right now in in North Carolina. However, open varies from beach to beach. So, again, do your homework because what open, how it's defined, you need to find that out before you go. So the rule of thumb appears to be that beaches are open to non-stationary activities, meaning No setting up umbrellas or beach blankets, public restrooms are still closed. Visitors are going to be monitored to make sure that everybody is adhering strictly to the six-feet rule. Also, restaurants are not open for dine-in, and entertainment venues are still closed as well. Now, in South Carolina, most beaches there are open as well. However, you should know that some beaches are limiting population by requiring beach passes, Now, public restrooms, parking lots, boat ramps, for the most part, are largely open. Beachside restaurants are open for dine-in at 50% capacity with strict cleaning and social distancing rules being in effect.
0: One thing that's been interesting in in this whole reopening process is that a lot of these communities were trying to reopen to the local public first. Yes. And so the big concern was people coming in from out of state. And so Hmm. one way that these communities dealt with that is that they closed the parking around the beaches. Uh So it made it very difficult, you know, to park and go to the beach. So that's just interesting to see, you know, how they've handled that.
1: Yeah. I guess that's one way to deal with it.
0: Yep. Now, obviously this list is by no no means exhaustive, but it Hmm. does cover a lot of the, a hot spot. Well, that's probably not a good word. A lot of the in-demand places <laughs> for our listeners. Uh, let's yes. shift to Mexico and the Caribbean. Always a yes. good time. Always fun okay. to check in with those folks. Mm-hmm. We'll give a rundown for some of the more popular destinations. Now, currently, the U.S.-Mexico border is closed through June twenty-second, 2020. However, tourist cool. areas in Mexico have not been idle. Cancun and uh, the... How do I pronounce that, Dan? Riviera Maya.
1: Riviera. Oh, well, Riviera Maya.
0: Maya. Yeah. Thank you. It's good to have the language tutor with us. So, hey, thanks, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. they uh, have been the first area in the world to receive the brand new Safe Travel stamp, and that's just—it's a set of new protocols put in place by the World Travel and Tourism Council to show the areas have achieved these new mm-hmm. sets of. Safety and hygiene. So that's good. That's that's good to know if you're wanting to travel. I've got some folks too. that are traveling in the first part of July, and we're watching closely about the border and whether or not they, they extended it from, what was it, May into June. And so yeah. we're hoping that July 1st, which looks like it looks like that's going to be the target date mm-hmm. where most resorts are going to open. But again, for U.S. travelers, the first sign is going to be that that border reopening between Mexico and the U.S.,
1: Right. So, I I do want to mention Aruba really quick. It's another popular place. Aruba has set a tentative reopening of the borders for inbound travel between June 15th and July 1st. So, you should expect an official announcement on that really soon. But, of course, enhanced safety and hygiene protocols are in place to receive anybody visiting. So, just know that up front again. Now, the Bahamas are working through a five-phase reopening plan with July 1st being the date the islands will reopen to tourists. However, only islands that have in their minds contained the outbreak of the virus will be reopened. Those islands include Cat Island, Long Island, Abaco and Andros, Mayaguana, Inagua, Crooked Island, Aklans, Long Cay, Ragged Island, and Rum Cay. Now, Atlantis is among the many resorts scheduled to reopen on July 1st.
0: Yes, and the U.S. Virgin Islands, which I just did a training on a webinar on the U.S. Virgin Islands, and, man, that is a beautiful area. They're currently open to tourists with new health protocols in place. The DR, the Dominican Republic, has set July 5th to be the day reopened to tourism. However, the caveat is some resorts are waiting to see how the availability of the flights are going to be. Are there going to be enough flights to necessitate the reopening of all resorts or is it going to be, you know, a couple at a time? So that's something to definitely check back
1: and see. Absolutely. Now, June 15th is the date. Jamaica is set to reopen to international tourists and beautiful St. Lucia is set to reopen to international Mm -hmm. travel and tourism on June the 4th. Coming soon. Yes, Visitors will have to present a negative COVID-19 test within 48 hours of their flight in order to enter the country, though. Now, Turks and Caicos is currently open to air travel, with all cruise ships being banned until June 25th. Hotels and resorts have varying opening dates, so you'll definitely need to check with your desired property to know for sure whether it's open on your dates.
0: Now, let's go back to Saint Lucia for a minute. That yeah. that's going to be tricky. Uh, the negative COVID test within forty eight hours of your flight. You know mm-hmm. the the testing areas that have popped up around me is ten days before you get your results back. Yeah. So I don't know how this is going. You're going to have to be in an area where they've you know where you're guaranteed that you're going to get your results back right. in time for you to travel. That's
1: that's going to be interesting. And I think that's um, going to limit a lot of people from even trying to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which is sad because, Saint again, St. Lucia, oof, that's on my bucket list. I, uh, I gotta get yeah, there.
1: Mine too. You got that right.
0: <laughs> now, cruise ships, let's talk about that real quick. Not a lot of concrete information yet. That's going to be one of the last sectors of tourism that reopens just because of the stigma there. You know, a lot of the stories of people stranded on cruise ships. Oh, yeah. I know that especially the bigger, larger cruise lines, they're all... They've all taken a fresh look at their protocols. And, and mm-hmm. so, what was clean before, they're, they're going above and beyond that. They're going above and beyond what the CDC is requesting that they do. So, um, there's plenty of rumors that are floating around when cruises are going to resume. As soon as we get some definite information, we will definitely pass that along. Yeah. One other thing with all international travel. Understand that frequent temperature checks, health screenings, that's all going to be part of, the, of, the, of a trip now internationally for the foreseeable future. So make sure and do your due diligence and check your destination country's website for the precise regulations and restrictions. The other part, if you're traveling internationally, another issue might be getting or renewing your passport. Hopefully, if you're travel, planning on traveling internationally in the next couple of months, you've got your passport. You understand what's required of you. A lot of places, you have to, your passport has to be good for up to six months after your trip. But if you haven't gotten your passport, if you haven't received your passport yet, mm-hmm. the passport agency is way behind because they've been closed like a lot of places. They haven't been processing requests. So they're basically in a phased reopening process where if you've got a life or death situation, you're going to be at the front of the line. If you've got immediate travel or you have a need You're going to be next in line. And so, Mm -hmm. further down the process. So, hopefully, if you're planning on traveling internationally, you've at least started the process. Because if you haven't, the chances of you getting your passport in time, uh, not very good. Right. So, just keep that in mind as you try to travel internationally.
1: Yeah. So, for a lot of reasons we've mentioned previously, the expectation is that domestic travel here in the U.S. will be the first to Rebound. Now, to that end, the Family Vacationer is going to start a domestic travel series where we take Woo-hoo. an in-depth look at several travel destinations in the U.S., starting with the Florida Keys. Now, Britt Myers of the Keys Weekly will join us for episode 20. I'm excited about that. The Keys are beautiful.
0: That's still an area I haven't been to yet, so... Me neither. We want to bring Britt in, and, and uh, Britt's well-connected in the Keys, and he's used to live where we, where Danny and I do, but he's moved down to the Keys and been down there for quite a while. So he's going yep. to talk to us about that. So very excited mm-hmm. about that. Make sure you hit the old subscribe button so you don't miss that episode. Absolutely. And before we end this show, let's talk about Disney. I've put it yeah, off yeah. long enough. <laughs> lots and lots have been made about Disney's reopening plans in Orlando. Disney's targeted July 11th as the first date the company will be welcoming fans back to Walt Disney World. The issue many people have is how the process is going to be handled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney started canceling dining plans, fast passes, and more. Temperature checks, face masks, reduced capacity, or all ways Disney will be handling the reopening of the parks. And now just because the parks are opening on July 11th, that doesn't mean that you can get a ticket. Disney's also halted all new ticket sales and what they're doing, they're focusing on people who had previous reservations canceled due to the closing of the resort and the hotels and on annual pass holders, no character experiences or dining, no character dining, no fast passes or extra magic hours either in the short term. As we mentioned, all dining plans have been canceled and dining will be through mobile dining options. It also appears, and this to me makes total sense, I understand people being upset, but if it's not safe for us to gather in large groups, parades and fireworks, that's just not going to be an option in the short term. I don't think so. So they are going to be temporary casualties of the reopening plan. Now, all of these are short-term solutions that gives Disney the opportunity and the ability to reopen. There have been a ton of, (laughs) Danny, we were talking about this, I feel better I normally feel good about our world until I start reading comments yeah. you know, just about any social media posts and the comments on most of d- which is why I said it. right right I should abstain I it's like I can't help it's like you know but yeah so reading the comments of a lot of people it's just I don't understand I feel like some of these people live on a different world I They're complaining about, you know, various parts of this from the lack of all the resorts opening at once to having children wear masks and having adults have to wear masks and during the Florida summer. And I get it. I mean, if you've been to Disney in August, (laughs) right, you know, it's hot.
1: Yeah.
0: And wearing a mask isn't going to make it any cooler. But this is what we have to do in the short term in order to get the resort open. You know, my question is, does anybody really believe Disney
1: wants to do any of this? Of course not. Right? It, no, they're I'm just trying to be safe and and I think this is part of everybody says, well, I keep hearing people say we need to reopen, we need to reopen. Well, this is these are things we need to do to make that happen just for now. Things will change in the future. Do what you got to do.
0: Right. Right. I mean Trust me, I mean, we all know Disney, uh, we've talked, we've joked about how Disney's so good at taking our money. They would, I'm sure, love just to hit the reopening button and put all their people back to work and welcome everybody to, you know, have dinner with the princesses or whoever, Goofy, whoever you want to have. But that's just not a reality right now. Yeah. I mean, that's just not something we can't. Go right back to Disney's not going to go right back to how they were before everything started happening. So, yeah. you know, I think everybody will just feel better about a lot of things knowing that Disney's open. I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about it before. Just when Disney closed, that was kind of a, a mind trip in and of itself, just because yeah. Disney never closes. It's never so happened. So, I think, yeah. yeah. So, I think having in Disney, you know, open albeit at a reduced capacity and with restrictions it's still open you know we're still making progress we're still going forward so it is
1: progress that's right
0: tons of information here i know and again we couldn't cover everything so if there is a particular part of the world that you have questions about please feel free to to drop us a line on social media and we'll try to get you information there you know it was easy to close things down starting everything back up is a little bit more of a challenge. And I think that's going to continue well into 2021, but the family vacationer will be here to cover it all. And as always, if you need help planning your family vacation, if you're itching to get back on the road, please reach out to me at rob at the family And I can help you plan your family vacation. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button. So you don't miss an episode and join us next week as we spend some time in the Florida keys with Brett Myers. Until next time.
1: Thank you for listening to The Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Robin Danny.